Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 20th of May, 2022. I'm Nadine Blaney here with the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, finance, markets. And I'm here with David Scott on Friday. Pleasure to be here. The weather's rubbish outside, but uh, the company is good, so let's play on. And a Friday for markets. What does that mean now here in Australia? It means bye day. just seems to be <laughs> automatically preset, uh, predetermined course. Uh, Wow, another big gain today coming through. What we saw exactly the same last Friday. Uh, very volatile during the course of the week. But uh, yeah, quickly becoming Friday's buy day. Um, yeah. yeah. Straight off the bat, was uh, up and about. And what I find amazing, even though we had that big sell-off that happened Wednesday in New York, Thursday here was the aftermath. And we've had a lot of volatility and we've talked a lot about the bearishness of this market, a lot about a hawkish Fed. Um we will see this market finish well into positive territory this week. I mean, it's up by about, well, it's not a percent fully, but pretty close to there. It's pretty amazing, I think. I've had some pretty bad calls uh, during the last call on Fridays, including about uh, non-fund payrolls. But last week, you go back and, uh, and run the tape. I said, I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of consolidation after four weeks of consecutive declines. And uh, I'm going to go and uh, pat myself on the back there. One of my few good calls. Credit where credit is due. I don't uh, begrudge that whatsoever, Scotty. Yeah, um, first time for everything, of course. Yeah. Um, so listen, where were the gains today? Uh, gains, uh, information technology, just all those beaten up names in particular. I know some, uh, some decent buying coming through, particularly no, no, those ones that have reported recently and haven't really gone and, uh, and, and set the market on fire. Well, certainly today they did. And the, uh, the battery material space, uh, just huge gains coming through. Again, we saw some pretty solid buying coming through on Wall Street, but uh, the local market today just dominated by battery materials uh, for various factors. It was interesting because um, Novanix, when I saw it as one of the biggest gainers today, I mean, keep in mind, it was not just yesterday. I remembered hearing some news about it, and it was merely that it's presenting at a city conference. Uh, I don't know, think that explains that the, the 16 or 17 percent was up on our last that, But no. I sort of thought, what, what was that news that I heard? But I do think it's a sentiment thing. Um, look, sentiment towards the miners today, very good. BHP up by 2%, uh, Fortescue up by 2.3%. We've got China stimulating again. I mean, that is what it is in essence. Yeah, look, it was it added to the uh, the, the, the buoyant mood of the feeling of the of, of the session. But certainly, uh, the loan prime rate, the five year tenor, is very much in line with what goes on with mortgage rates. For those who aren't aware of what the loan prime rate is, it's basically uh, the key benchmark rate that all new and existing loans in China are set off. Mm -hmm. So it's very very influential. It's set by a panel of banks and then sent uh, through to the PBOC, and then they go and, and spit out the uh, the outcome. So a fifteen basis point cut to give you a uh, Indication. It's not been going for that long, but it's the largest cut we've ever seen for that particular one. So it's clear that uh, despite all the talk about trying to go and clean up the property sector there and everything else and uh, de-risk it, uh, China's going back to the uh, the old uh, old horse of going and stimulating the property market to go and solve an economic problem. Yep. Well, I said Kicking it before, the can. as much as things change, as much as they stay the same, 
Um, when you're talking about defending, you know, economic growth in China, mm. um, where do you look to infrastructure spending in the property market? Yeah. So some of the best performers today, DeGray's, which was up by 7.2%. Again, on no news. Altium, 7%. No news, but there's that switch that's happening. Um, we've got, um, yeah, Alkeem, Pointsbet Holdings, Temple and Webster, which I think is an interesting one after we saw some of those retailers being mm. hit quite hard yesterday. And Zip, Zip is above 90 cents. I mean, I say that like it's a... <laughs> Something was to be it, was about thirteen, about. not not that long ago. Yeah, thirteen dollars, I should say. Up by five point four four percent as we sort of close the session, round about five percent. Um, one of the worst performers was New Farm, and New Farm reported yesterday again. It had its price target cut. It was downgraded by Morgan's. It had a price cut by Macquarie. Price cut by UBS, Wilson's as well. So yeah. Taking more wind out of the sales today of New Farm, Woodside was down, AMP, Santos, Beach Petroleum, energy prices not looking good through this Asian session. Um, it's it's interesting, though, like watching Bitcoin still hanging above that 30,000 mark, around about 30,000 mark, and U.S. futures have been positive throughout this Asian session today. So it's it's just, it's really, and I've said it before, but it, it does have that feeling that really anything can happen in any one session in the U.S. Yeah, options expiries this weekend in the states, so Friday is the last day to go and uh, and, and get those uh, particular uh, no, trades settled in close to where it is. There's a lot of strikes in the uh, the in the e minis. It's at the four thousand point level, which is quite a lot higher than where it's uh, no closed on Thursday. And a few people cited that as a factor potentially maybe explaining the other uh, scale of the buying because it was literally from the get go today, not only here in Australia but around the rest of the region. Everything was just bid, and uh, US futures seem to be driving that move. Yeah. All right. So we will see what happens in the U.S. tonight. Uh, next week, in terms of economic data, we do get PCEs. We do get uh, PMIs from around the globe. We get the FOMC meeting minutes. Not, it's quite quiet on the economic front here in Australia. Yeah. It's, uh, there's not a lot out. Uh, we get the first of the other inputs for Q1 GDP coming through. Sounds weird to be talking about that when mm -hmm. we're in the, almost in June. But uh, that's uh, that's what we'll be getting. So a bit of an insight as to how the economy is looking a long time ago. Uh, but once again, is it going to really go and rock the boat? Probably for me, the uh, the key one will be towards the end of the week. We get the, uh, the preliminary reading of uh, retail sales for April and uh, see whether that momentum we're seeing in, uh, in the previous months can be sustained. Obviously, what we're looking at in the States now is uh, not only the nominal figures, but then trying to go and piece together how much it reflects inflation and how much reflects volumes going through. So next week as well, we have a couple of RBA speakers here. We get Christopher Kent and we get uh, Lucy Ellis speaking. And Christopher Kent, we now know that he's going to be talking about QT, essentially, here in Australia next week. Yeah. What can we expect to hear? I mean, we know that the purchases are going to be wound down. They're not selling on market. We learned that in the RBA meeting minutes this week. So what detail could he potentially provide? I think it might be a bit of a primer 101 as to exactly what it is. I don't think it's been really that well explained here locally. So maybe that will be part of it. But I suspect that what the, uh, the, the crux of the speech will be about is to what could potentially change the RBA's mind when it comes to uh, the active and passive uh, QT. So active is actually physically selling down securities into the marketplace and passive is just letting it run off yeah. organically. Uh, as, as uh, individual securities uh, start to go and mature. Now, the one thing that you've got to remember with the 
RBA's QE compared to some of the other ones around the world from the likes of the Federal Reserve and Bank of England, uh, Bank of Japan, is that the duration that the RBA was purchasing. Remember, for a long period of time under its uh, yield curve control program, it was targeting around that three-year tenor. So that's a lot of securities to hold in that book for a long period of time. And people have been saying liquidity has been pretty bad in the, uh, the Aussie ACG B market at the moment. So maybe it'll give a bit of indication as to what could go and see the bank start to actively sell those down. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, cool. Now, are we any wiser in your view, Scuddy, at the end of this week, post wages, remember the anticipation before the wages read this week and the jobs read. I mean, I feel like neither one of those numbers were blockbuster enough to really change thinking in any significant way, either of what the RBA may do or really within the RBA itself. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very opaque reading on the... Uh on wages now, I hope that's probably the right terminology to go and use. It's it's not the best. It's probably the best way to go and describe it. Uh, I think it's clear that uh, we're seeing wage pressure starting to go and stir. We've got the minimum wage rate uh, reading coming out uh, next, next month. Yeah. That's going to be really influential. It's going to be a big one. That's undeniable just how big it's going to be. Uh, and then when you go and think about you know, what that will go and flow through when it comes to enterprise bargaining agreements that all start to roll off as well, yeah. uh, the RBA needs to go and take action. And we talked about uh, off the top what's going on in China, the stimulus that's going through there, the property market. If that happens again, it automatically starts to go and move back towards, hey, maybe the RBA should be going with a 40 uh, mm. next month rather than doing a, a 25 or so, given that a lot of people are looking for that after that uh, tepid wage increase we saw in the first quarter. Well, I do note today that Westpac has come out and said that RBA should be hiking 40 basis points in June, calling it the best policy going forward. Um, look, there's not a lot in terms of event risk tonight. We do have some uh, European reads on inflation coming through. Um, but look, it was it's just the GFK consumer sentiment. So, I mean, we'll get a sense of how people are feeling about inflation, but it's a very quiet one across the board tonight. Um, but not so here tomorrow in Australia because we've got our election. What are you doing? For, do you have an election party planned? Not at all, but I'm uh, primed up to go to the uh, seat of Highmarsh in, uh, in, uh, in Adelaide and uh, going and casting my vote. But to be honest, I'm more excited about the Democracy Sausage. I went and put a shout-out today to uh, uh, Democracy Sausage on Twitter. So make sure if you're on Twitter, go and follow that account because it's going to give you all like, the great insights as to what uh, people are eating around the country. A lot of uh, excitement. And then we'll wait for the, uh, the main act at uh, 6 p.m. and see how, the, uh, how it all, all lands. Well, I've got a bit of an election party planned. But um, for that, anybody who lives in my area which I won't say exactly where it is, but at my local public school, my banana bread will be on offer to help support the school band. I do hope. Anyone, around the, north, anyone around the Northern Beaches Hospital or, or surrounds, <laughs> be very careful. North Shore Hospital, maybe. Uh, yeah, be on alert for any banana bread. Scotty, I haven't brought my baking into the office, have I? No. It's been a whirlwind two I'm years. Sure, look, you're, 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 a talent, you're a talented lady. I'm sure that uh, your baking is no exception. <laughs> well, when I left the house this morning, I had my doubts. I left it in the oven with strict instructions. It wasn't quite cooking the way that I thought it should be, but maybe we'll it, it Maybe it'd be like a smoothie. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I hope you have a really great weekend. We'll have lots to discuss on Monday. What politics, what policy may mean for investors going forward. Um, of course, we'll be digesting whatever happens on Wall Street tonight. We're never quite sure these days. Um, I was going to ask whether we're any clearer at the end of this week, whether or not we're in a bear cycle. 
Um, but I think we'll let this session on Friday in the States speak for itself and maybe we can pick that conversation up when I see you tomorrow or, or Monday morning. Yeah, Friday's by day. And look, a quick shout out as well. Elliot Hasty, uh, all around good guy, you know, producer, anchor, whatever else uh, in between. Podcast host, yeah. Yeah, podcast host. Uh, last day here at Auspice today. We're going to miss you. End of an you. era. Yeah, end of an era. One of the original team members. Uh, yeah, all the best in the new endeavors, mate. And uh, yeah. We'll and see him around. Oh, I dare say. Maybe even on the screen. Who knows? <laughs> all right. See you, Elliot. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up soon. And everybody out there, go vote. Enjoy yeah, exa- it. Exactly right. Go vote and go Australia. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.